Dear Girl Mom, a new school year is upon us and as usual, it brings an onslaught of emotions. Change can often be challenging. What are some of the best ways to navigate change and transition? What if grief is involved? How do we face the magnitude of all the emotions? Let's link arms and dive in together to uphold one another during this season of change, transition, and possible new beginnings. We're so excited to be back with each of you, our mom community. We hope you will walk away uplifted and encouraged as we begin our second season of Dear Girl Mom. Love, Nicole and Stacy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It feels like it's been forever since we've re recorded a podcast, but first little bit, we thought it would be fun to kind of recap our summer and talk about what we've been up to for the last couple of months. So I'll jump in. We had a summer of travel. Like I, I feel like that's all we did and that's pretty rare for us. So it was a lot of fun. We had um, our family vacation. We went to Florida and we already booked our house for next summer because we loved it so <laughs> Oh my much. goodness. The pictures were fabulous. I would, yeah. <laughs> I right? want to book a place on the beach in Florida. <laughs> It was so fun. And we've been to Florida. We just haven't been to this part. So we went to 30A. We'll give them some advertising. 30A is just a stretch of highway on the panhandle between like Seaside and Rosemary Beach. So we just fell in love with that whole area. We rode bikes around, like we had little baskets on the bikes, you know, like we were pretty cute. I have to admit we were pretty cute. So we'd go shopping. Okay, your husband had a cute little well, bike he, with a basket in the front. <laughs> Sorry, I just started picturing that. No, he wouldn't ride the basket one. There was only two baskets. So one of the girls and I would have the basket bike and then he had the regular, but um, just a little humor, comic relief. You know, that's, it's worth noting. It, it, people are probably wondering. So just to clarify, no, he didn't ride the basket bike, but you know, we would go shopping downtown and just have little baskets to put our stuff in. It was just cute. And the beach was gorgeous here. The water was amazing. Um, we did parasailing. Well, I, not we, my family parasailed and I took pictures. So, and I watched them, you know, hovering 400 feet in the air and it was fine. It's all fine. They, everyone survived. Um, but they said they could see straight to the bottom which was incredible. So highly recommend that part of Florida if you're looking for a vacation. Um, so yeah, so then the girls traveled to Houston, Texas. So we're from Houston. I'm no, we're from Texas. <laughs> we're not from Houston. Um, no offense to Houston um, friends, but we are not from Houston. We are from Texas and Houston is just a little something extra. And I'm sure you can attest to that, right? <laughs> Houston, we have a problem comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> you have a major problem in July in Houston. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. So they had a great time. It was the National Youth Gathering. So there were about 20,000 youth from other churches around the country. And they would do these breakout sessions on these really cool topics relative to whatever the, the kids are going through. So it was super relevant in their lives. You know, it wasn't anything kind of like forced. They, they loved it. And then in the evenings, they would have this big concert and they just had a blast. They couldn't stop talking about it. So that was super fun for them. And then 
a few weeks later, we did it again. We went back to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't get enough. <laughs> you know, this time it was to see friends and family, which we absolutely love doing. But it, it, again, it's just hot. It's just hot. So um, that wrapped up our, our summer of travel. So that's that's pretty much in a nutshell how the summer went for our family. Well, in stark contrast, our family traveled <laughs> the least amount that I think we have ever traveled during the summer months. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I say that and I realize I think it was simply me <laughs> that didn't get to enjoy much travel as my husband and our middle daughter did finally get to take her graduation trip to Greece for two weeks. And nice. they did that in June. It was one of those uh, COVID vacations where um, it had been planned for last year. They were supposed to go after her graduation from high school in May of 2021, but COVID canceled all things and changed all things. So it was June, 2022 that the trip finally happened and they had a fabulous time. Yay! While um, our youngest daughter and I, we stayed home to manage all things and um, run the household and our small mini farm that my uh, husband has quoted our home life as now because we have the 11 chickens, two guinea pigs, <laughs> two hamsters, two dogs, and a rabbit. I knew I was forgetting oh and a rabbit. So yes, the chickens are still very much a part of our lives. And Yay, I was hoping you would tell us about your chickens. They have grown by leaps and bounds and are even producing eggs. So they're oh paying rent. They're earning their keep. And I'm so happy. It's been so much fun. And I've been enjoying baking a lot lately. I hoping that I can keep my hips still trim and slim. But yeah, right. <laughs> I've been enjoying a how can I use these eggs? Right? <laughs> so much fun. So anyway, yes, the chickens bring me much joy and uh, they're doing well. Well, um, I guess one other update in our house is our youngest got her driver's license. So that's a whole thing. Ooh, talk about it's a good. transition. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's a great thing. It's nice to not have carpool duty and and running around but it is also like you know those are some fun times in the car when you're driving and sometimes the best conversations happen during those running back and forth so I I will miss that part but she is just beside herself excited with the freedom and the new um just feeling a little bit older so that's been fun and um our our oldest started college so that's a whole nother thing, but, um, yeah, all the emotions, um, you know, lots of transitioning to new stages and yeah, but it's, it's equal parts, a little bit sad, but also super exciting. Yes. Good things. They are good things, but it is, you're so exactly right that there's equal parts of just, there's just emotion involved over all of it. It's all good stuff, but mm -hmm changes and it, you embrace new things and it's wonderful to to encourage them and to to see them gaining their independence and their freedom but there is there's that adjustment and um uh, letting go we've talked about that before and um, yes um as far as us our middle daughter took a big leap of faith to transfer schools she had started out her uh, first year of college in uh, Southern Virginia and transferred to um, in-state here in North Carolina over the summer. And so she has started her junior year in college at uh, 
at a state school here in North Carolina and switched her majors and is off to a wonderful start. And it's wonderful to have her a bit closer to home than we did last year. But that has been a new transition for her because she's never been, like I said, it's a state school and she's never been in a school so large before. And she called home the other night. She's like, mom, there are 150 other students in my classes. What's that all about? (laughs) But it's she's handling it like a champ and doing yeah. having a great job. And I think she's really finding her way. And that's awesome. That is a lot of change, but I love that she's just jumping right in. And that's I want to be like that. Change. I I I can't stand it. I'm just gonna be honest. I can't stand change, but she's inspiring me to just, you know, jump in, take it and see what happens, you know. And she is jumping in, but I also will say you can jump right in, but there's been a journey involved. So I will. Mm. we'll say that you you jump from um stepping stones can you do that you <laughs> because totally awesome. can do that yes um, she absolutely. has she did jump right in she chose this school and uh she had another school she was considering but once she chose you know decided on this one she jumped right on in and has been full steam ahead and this is a part I love because there's still a hand holding going on just mm-hmm. um because yeah. and I'm so I treasure so much and I'm so grateful that she turns to us and that she yearns to um talk with us and ask us questions and and seek our counsel on a variety of different things on um on what she should do from well I don't want to say what she should have for dinner because she doesn't necessarily ask (laughs) that but (laughs) it's just very tender and sweet as part of the journey as we've navigated all things and and navigated technology that's a a huge thing with um that my husband and I've been trying to figure out because this is there's an app for everything. There's an app for parking and there's an everything. app for the permit. And there, you know, so it's learning all the new technology that goes along with um, staying up to date with all things. And so she's, it's been nice to have each other's hand to hold as we navigate all things new. Yeah. That's so good though. That's, I, I love that perspective too. Just, yeah, it's just, it's hard on mama hearts, but <laughs> But is. change is coming regardless. So it keeps <laughs> coming. It would be a fun episode to, to talk about with, in the midst of all this change, you know, new seasons, new transitions. So each and yeah. every one of us go through it. There's some sort of yeah. change that we have to face. It's inevitable. And I think there's so many things that we can learn from one another and how to navigate it well, because Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but there have been countless times that I haven't navigated change and transition very well. So, um, hello. Yeah. No, you're not alone. So, you know, I never think you're alone. I kind of like to listen to this own episode. It's like, hmm, how did they yeah. handle those big, those big transitions? Right. So, just so it's clear, we're not coming here with big answers. We're just no. coming here to to vent and to share and to, you know, work through it together. Cause we don't know either new seasons yeah. change. It's never easy. So that's why we're, we're all in this together. Right. That's right. That's right. So do you ever wonder like, why are new seasons so challenging? I don't know. Maybe it's obvious, but I'm always wondering, like, can't you just go with the flow? Like just roll with it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's a question I ponder also, and I'm so glad we're here today to ponder it together. Yes, love it. Well, I mean, this isn't, we're having our own new season, right? This is season two podcast, which is amazing. We're just, 
first of all, like totally humbled that you're listening and that you join us here in this space. And we just, we pray it continues to be a place that um, brings you encouragement and some laughs. (laughs) We laugh plenty. Um, And just to know you're not alone. So again, yeah, we're figuring it out together and just super, super honored that you're here with us. So, you know, and all we've mentioned these new seasons with our families, you know, the school for the girls and different grades and even different, you know, moving from K-12 to college, like just there's a lot going on. Um, We've had some changes in jobs. So I would just say like, you know, again, change is just constant. But I think when, for me, when the change affects my kids is when I really get tense, (laughs) I really get kind of, I feel like I have to manage the outcomes of the change. So I think that's where my struggle comes because I, you know, want to make sure, are they making new friends or, you know, are all of these classes going to be more challenging and do we need to make sure they're, you know, learning time management. And, and I mean, every single detail that goes into it, I know it's not my responsibility, but yet here we are where I'm just like mm-hmm. tied up in knots over it. So oh, I think you hit the nail on the yeah. head. I think we, each and every one of us struggle that in some degree, way or shape or form mm-hmm. as we navigate change, we, we want to, we feel more comfortable and more secure when we can control it, or we can control something. And when everything, yeah, there it is control. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> because yeah, don't, I don't feel comfortable when things are out of control. Um, I no. like to <laughs> have all my ducks in a row and to, oh yeah. So yeah, related to comfort and control. That's pretty much wraps it up. So <laughs> And the girls are the same. They come by it, honestly, you know, they, they don't like feeling, you know, like they're in the adjustment period and figuring it out. So, yeah. So we kind of row that boat together more, more often than not. I think on the flip side too, though, even you know, stepping outside of our comfort, comfort zones can be challenging and can be scary and sometimes trigger anxiety, at least for me or for my mm-hmm. kids too. And my experience with my kids, But I also, and something that I've really tried to encourage, even though (laughs) I might be shaking on the inside as I try to encourage my kids in this manner, but it's, I want them to, to, to not forget about the exhilaration and the opportunity, what they might experience or what Mm. they might learn or what, how they might grow and that it could be really, really good things. They might miss out on if they, if they didn't come out of their comfort zone, there may be a blessing that they miss. Yes. Um, But it all just comes back to how, when you head, when you head out of your comfort zone or into the great unknown, goodness, there's just, there's just a wealth of emotion. And I was, I had the most wonderful conversation recently with our middle daughter who um, she's 18. She's the Mm -hmm. one that just transferred to the state school uh, here in North Carolina. And, and she shared with me some of her perspective and insight about the challenges of making a cross-country move immediately following her high school graduation. Because um, if you're new here, just FYI, yes, she graduated May of 2021 um, from a school in Colorado. And then we packed up the car pretty much in that summer, moved to the East Coast here in North Carolina. And um, she mentioned, she shared how as scared and apprehensive as she was, She was so glad now that she's on the other side of it, she was Mm -hmm. so glad that she's made that was courageous enough to take those steps forward and go ahead and move forward with going to an out of state school and pursue 
uh, playing soccer at the collegiate level. And she, she just spoke into how much she valued all that she had learned about herself during that time frame, and how much she had grown personally as she navigated all that change. And her father and I see it, it's, it's as clear as night and day. And it's, wow, it is amazingly beautiful, but Mm -hmm. we also know how much hardship it's, it's been a, it's, it hasn't been an easy journey. It's been full of um, highs and lows. Right. And it's so nice to hear her wisdom on the other side to realize that although the transition was full of challenges, it was a life-changing season that mm. has been, in, that has encouraged her to continue to move forward versus getting stuck or not challenging herself. And she made the personal realization that if she hadn't been courageous and made the decision to uproot herself from all that was comfortable um, back in, uh, in Colorado, she would be on a very different path. And she realizes that, and it, it may not be necessarily, it could have been a great path, but she realizes more than not, it may have it been a very difficult path and one that would have been, um, not just basically not the best one for her, mm, but wow. it comes back to where was I and all that too. Did I want to control aspects of those decisions along the way? Oh yeah, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> Wow. That's, I'm so glad you shared that because we have, you know, my daughter, all of her close friends left, they all moved out of state. And I know hearing her experience and saying that was difficult, but she grew so much. She learned so much. I think that is maybe the, what, you know, what's important for us to take away too, is that in every season, God's teaching us something too, even as moms, you know, yep, it hurts. It's painful. It's scary. <laughs> We're unsure. But then we see on the other side, oh my goodness, I never would have learned that. Or I never would have, my faith never would have been stretched in that way if I hadn't done that. So that's a great lesson. And I, I, I hope that, you know, those listening whose, whose kids maybe have, you know, have moved away or are encouraged that, yeah, it's hard at the beginning, but my goodness, the lessons that can come out of that are just amazing. And I can't help but think too of how yet, yes, it's, it's not easy. And I know I personally mess up all the time, but I look at it as when I can remember to hold out my hands, palms up, outstretched Hmm. as a, as a symbol of letting go and surrendering control and reaching out for the strength of the Holy spirit. Oh my goodness. Hmm. that makes a complete difference in the dynamic of relationships and my attitude and the gift of grace is just a gift, an undeserved gift. And I just hope that maybe that mental image of hands outstretched open and palms up will be, will be something that speaks to other women out there as they go through their own difficult times of transition and change. That was so helpful. I'm really feeling better just reflecting on change and new seasons and really just knowing I'm not alone. Um, it also, as we've been talking, I thought about, I had the Facebook memory pop up of my oldest daughter's first day of kindergarten. And Mm. I know in our anxiety episode, we talked a lot about that in more detail, but it was for those who don't know. And that was, I just keep remembering as we're talking, yeah, I had so much need and desire to control that situation, but 
had she not walked through that, even as a five-year-old, you know, had I not walked through that with her as a mom, there's so much that we both learned through that. There's so much that came from it. And so I think it is important to reflect on the change we've already been through because if you step back and think about it, just from the day our, our girls were born, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of change we've walked through and God's brought us through all of it. So that's helpful to me to, to stop and reflect so that I know he'll continue to bring us through no matter what season we're in, no matter what change we're facing. Um, so faithful. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something major, like your child is moving to college out of state. I even I remember, and we were at the same elementary school, our kids were. Yes, so we were. you might remember how the, the kindergarten, first grade hallway was right up front. Yes. And then that transition from first grade to second grade, did it feel like your kid was going across the world to go to that back hallway in the other side? Yes. <laughs> I, I vividly have that memory. Like, I can't do this. This is the fun hallway. This is the safe hallway. That hallway is full of giant kids. Like <laughs> we're thinking, what am I doing? How could I send her to the second grade hallway? And you know, all those kids have shoes that have laces, not Velcro. Like <laughs> you know, like, oh my gosh. Even those changes are hard. Spoiler, she got through second grade just fine. So I mean, it's good to reflect and, and remember, like, we're not alone. God is with us and we have each other. And we have each other indeed. Yes. And I just think about how grateful I am. I look at the progression of journey in my own girls and think about our oldest daughter who is uh, 19 and she um, went back to her when she was starting kindergarten. We homeschooled her for the first few months because mm-hmm. <laughs> lo and behold, we were through going through a move, but we were relocating <laughs> within the same city. <laughs> Had we not done that, oh my goodness, the blessings that we would have missed in connecting with such a beautiful community in our elementary school. And I'm just so thankful for how he is faithful to guide and how he is faithful to come alongside because it was, I wrestled, I wrestled a lot with, should we continue to homeschool? Should we put her in public school? What is the best thing to do? And that was, that was a, that was a process and that was hard. And that took a lot of soul searching and talking to people. And then once we got relocated, looking into um, making the decision not to go to the neighborhood school, but to transfer to another campus, which led us to, to our paths um, crossing and how his hand was in it. It's just so obvious. There's so many things I could, I could speak for hours on how I saw his faithfulness and his hand in every single aspect of the journey. Yeah. Just Hang in there and know that he is with you. I think one of the hardest things at times when you're going through seasons of transition and change, and even just like this example I've just shared with, you know, the navigating homeschooling versus public school with our oldest daughter, what if, how do I separate? Am I really hearing God's voice and God's guidance, or is it my voice and what I want and my own selfishness? I wrestle with that all the time, personally. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm not alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> every day. Is this me or is this God all the time? And I think I want to, I just want to take a moment just to share, because this is, was a powerful, it's a powerful reminder to me just right now of how quiet or not as uh, bold, but sometimes he can, he can guide in very clear and concise ways. And in this example of wrestling with homeschooling versus, versus 
entering into a public school per se, he guided very clearly. And he, mm-hmm. I think he, he is um, very faithful to open and shut doors and he just it invites us to continue to seek him. And as I continue to trust him and seek him, he did just that. I, I can clearly remember all the joys of how fun it was to see the light bulb click when our daughter started reading and everything mm-hmm. just fell into place. And she was, she just could not get enough reading. She loves to read to this day. She loves to read. She's an avid reader. But it, when, when it came to writing, I knew I could tell she longed to write. She had words she wanted to put on paper, but there was a disconnect and I had gotten her as far as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to encourage her or push her or get her to put words on it on paper. And we took a break for a while, which was also probably a good thing. Yeah. And, and then lo and behold, we had uh, the opportunity to arise that she could enroll into the elementary school that we had our eye on, which was how Nicole and I met. And so after the holidays, our daughter entered into kindergarten and oh my goodness, I've praised her kindergarten teacher when the year of kindergarten, I continue to be friends with her to this day and just so thankful for her. She's an amazing, amazing woman and was she is. gifted, <laughs> gifted teacher. Our daughter came home within days, within days of being in this new kindergarten class with a three page written essay. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, that's God's clear guidance. He, it, it can mm. take a village to raise a child and he gives us. Yes. When we continue seeking him and we continue trusting him, he is faithful and he will guide us. And he may close doors and he does, he says yes, just as well as he says no. And it's right. not easy, but that was just a clear example of, oh, he did, he clearly guided in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he right. made it clear to you that that wasn't you. It was him. Yeah. <laughs> Which and I desired amazing. heart and soul to homeschooler. That's all I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. But I, that was one of those things you have to wrestle with control and you have to yield and you have to surrender and wrestle something. So anyway, just a little thing, just to hang in there, mamas know that um, God is with you every step of the way. Amen. I think another valid, um, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but as, especially as kids grow and seasons change and, um, and they, maybe they step into their adolescent years and continue to mature that developing healthy discussion dynamics and conversation within the family, talking things through mm-hmm. and um, as parents being active listeners and trying to wade through and let go and manage emotions as we maybe have some of the more deeper and harder and more difficult discussions. Um, mm-hmm. I think that really requires, I know it just requires leaning into the strength of Jesus as we walk through it together. But I know that has been something that my husband and I have really enjoyed is in developing those healthy discussions and conversations, even though many times we've blundered, mm-hmm. there, have been, there have been heated discussions that weren't so pleasant. Sure. But uh, we never wavered in clinging to Jesus for his clarity, his understanding and coming back around and seeking forgiveness from one another in our family, but also, you know, apologizing whenever we need to apologize. And I just think, I think of the value of discussion and conversation. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, just within us moms, it, it helps us build community. And, oh yeah. It's helping me right now. <laughs> right the second. 
Hallelujah. I already feel better. Yeah. That I like when you said that about having healthy discussions. And I think so many times that's part of the processing of it. So I just remembered the other day, you know, my youngest started junior year. It's kind of a different being an upperclassman feels different. There's a lot going on. And she came down to the kitchen for breakfast one morning last week. And I was asking her how she slept. And she said, you know, she's not the talker in the morning. So when she responded with real like words in a full sentence, I was like, oh, she's got something to say. So I'm like, okay, full attention. Right. She said it, it took me forever to fall asleep. And that's like my night every, every third night of, I mean, that's just how I operate. So I'm like, yep, I get that. I said, me too. I had the same experience. And so us being able to open up and discuss Hmm. the change she's going through, the change I'm going through as her mom, watching her become more independent and driving and her sister going to college. And, you know, so we have this discussion at seven in the morning about, yeah, which is like I said, it's not her (laughs) strength in the morning, especially. So Bonus points for that. I think it, it also brings to mind the, the power of scripture. And I loved how you said that uh, it, that part of those discussions is coming back around and, and, and sharing um, with our children and our daughters um, the power of scripture or pointing them into the direction of God's word. But Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 are what come to heart and mind personally mm-hmm. is um, as we wrap all this up is it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's it. Trust that's it. in him. Yep. That's the, I think, yeah, the hardest part when changes come is that, oh, this is not what we wanted or this is not what we thought it would look like or whatever the issue is, you know, how can I fix this? How can I change this? (laughs) How can I make this what I think it should look like, you know, but it really does come down to trusting in God and trusting him. He's the author of our lives. He's in control and he's going to hold us close, just like he holds our girls close. Yes. So that's a great reminder just to trust in him and he'll make it straight. He'll make it right. He'll guide us. He will. He is faithful, and we can rest in that. Amen. We are so grateful that you joined us today, and we hope that you have enjoyed our discussion over transitioning into new seasons. May it provide you encouragement and uphold you in support as you and your own daughters continue to navigate change and all the ways it can directly impact each and every one of our daily lives. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd also love for you to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Dear Girl Mom. Likewise, we have something new to offer during this transition into season two as we have the birth of our new blog. Everything that you know and love and appreciate and more from our podcast can now be accessed through our blog link that you can find in our show notes and our bio. Also, if you have enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening and sticking with us as we learn the ins and outs of technology. We are not podcasting experts and definitely don't want to take ourselves too seriously. So please enjoy this blooper section because imperfection is all part of the fun, right? Okay, here we go. Season two, episode 10. One. I don't know. Do we start over with one? A lot of people just keep counting with their episodes, but I don't know. Maybe we can say 10. We can say 10. We can say 10. Okay. Cool. Episode 10. Here we go. (laughs) Did it not record? We thank you so much for joining us today and hope that you have enjoyed our discussion over transitioning into new seasons. We hope it provides encouragement and support as you and your daughters continue to navigate changes that come your way. And and all and <laughs> it's a good sound effect. <laughs> <laughs>